0: Part 2 Chapter 18 of Introduction to the Devout Life This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dylan P. Straub Introduction to the Devout Life by St. Francis de Sales Part 2 Chapter 18 How to Receive Inspirations By inspirations I mean all drawings, feelings, interior reproaches, lights and intuitions with which god moves us preventing our hearts by his fatherly love and care and awakening exciting urging and attracting them to goodness to heavenly love to good resolutions in short to whatever tends to our eternal welfare this it is of which we read in the canticles when the bridegroom knocks at the door awakens his beloved calls upon her seeks her bids her eat of his honey gather the fruit and flowers of his garden, and let him hear her voice, which is sweet to him. Let me make use of an illustration of my meaning. In contracting a marriage, the bride must be a party to three separate acts. First, the bridegroom is proposed to her. Secondly, she entertains the proposal. And thirdly, she gives her consent. Just so, when God intends to perform some act of love in us, by us, and with us, he first suggests it by his inspiration. Secondly, we receive that inspiration. And thirdly, we consent to it. For like as we fall into sin by three steps, temptation, delectation, and consent, so there are three steps whereby we ascend to virtue, inspiration as opposed to temptation, delectation and God's inspiration as opposed to that of temptation, and consent to the one instead of to the other were god's inspirations to last all our lives we should be nowise more acceptable to him unless we took pleasure therein on the contrary we should rather offend him as did the israelites of whom he says that they grieved him for forty years long refusing to hear his pleadings so that at last i swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest and to recur to my first illustration one who has long been devoted to his lady-love would feel greatly injured if, after all, she would not consent to the alliance he seeks. The delight we take in God's inspirations is an important step gained towards his glory, and we begin at once to please him thereby, for although such delectation is not the same thing as a full consent, it shows a strong tendency thereto. And if it is a good and profitable sign, when we take pleasure in hearing God's word, which is, so to say, an external inspiration, still more is it good and acceptable in his sight when we take delight in his interior inspirations. Such is the delight of which the bride says, my soul melted within me when my beloved spake. And so too the earthly lover is well satisfied when he sees that his lady love finds pleasure in his attentions. But, after all, consent only perfects the good action— for if we are inspired of God, and take pleasure in that inspiration, and yet, nevertheless, refuse our consent to his inspiration, we are acting a very contemptuous, offensive part towards him. We read of the bride that, although the voice of her beloved touched her heart, she made trivial excuses, and delayed opening the door to him, and so he withdrew himself and was gone. And the earthly lover, who had long sought a lady and seemed acceptable to her, would have the more ground for complaint if at last he was spurned and dismissed than if he had never been favorably received. Do you, my daughter, resolve to accept whatever inspirations God may vouchsafe you, heartily, and when they offer themselves, receive them as the ambassadors of your heavenly King, seeking alliance with you? Hearken gently to their propositions, foster the love with which you are inspired, and cherish the holy guest. Give your consent and let it be a full, loving, steadfast consent to his holy inspirations. For so doing, God will reckon your affection as a favor, although truly we can confer none upon him. But before consenting to inspirations which have respect to important or extraordinary things, guard against self-deception by consulting your spiritual guide, and let him examine whether the inspiration be real or no, and that the rather, because when the enemy sees us all ready to hearken to inspirations— he is wont to set false delusions in the way to deceive it, a snare you will not fall into so long as you humbly obey your guide. Consent once given, you must carefully seek to produce the intended results, and carry out the inspiration, the crown of true virtue. For to give consent without producing the result thereof were like planting a vine without meaning it to bear fruit. All this will be greatly promoted by careful attention to your morning exercises and the spiritual retirement already mentioned, because therein you learn to carry general principles to a special application. End of part two, chapter eighteen.